0: What's going on, people? It's a People for Podcast with your boy Ryan. As always, with me, Kevin. What's poppin'?
1: Hey, what's going on? Happy to be here.
0: Now we finally got sports back. Man, oh man. I mean, we got... Yeah, it was a big week because NBA scrimmages came up. And we got MLB Baseball officially coming back
1: major league baseball baseball
0: yeah i mean that's only the best you know only the best we saw cole make his first start as a yankee uh i wish they would just make the exception of him um wearing being allowed to wear a beard have a beard because he looks totally different and i don't like it doesn't look as intimidating without the beard
1: yeah, the the beard the beard definitely added to to his intimidation factor. Uh, I definitely see what you're saying there. And you figure, I don't. I mean, I guess the Yankees have their thing where they just want everyone to look clean cut or whatever. But I mean, I wonder, I wonder if there's going to come a time where they get rid of that policy and if it's going to happen sooner rather than later. I mean, who knows? But. i i agree with what you're saying he does he doesn't look quite quite the same but look he had a he had a great a complete game even though it ended up being a shortened game but he 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 pitched well so no complaints so far so good with uh garrett cole
0: i mean the yankees i was thinking about this they technically have five MVP candidates i mean six okay can you name them
1: Can I name the MVP candidates? Uh, Stanton, Judge, Garrett Cole. That would be three. Um, You mean Yankee MVPs or for the league?
0: No, for the league.
1: Uh, Well, okay. I don't, I mean, I guess if DJ LeMahieu hits like 337, maybe. Is that another one you're including? Yep. All right, so that's four. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't really see. Oh, Glaber would be five yep and i can't really think of who who else who's just who's the sixth the one? Player. Oh, gary yeah, yeah i mean here okay the thing about gary though is it, he well he, i mean he if everything goes right he could win mvp but he's 0 for 8 right now with, with five strikeouts cool. so he didn't get let off you, to the hottest start
0: let me specify the talent wise talent yeah 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 okay. i would say um i mean lemay is a little bit less talented but Last year he was amazing, and he was actually in the MVP race. So technically, he is a candidate. Not saying they would win, but they're they technically can be all be candidates. They have that potential. They have like if they get hot, you know they're there. Stan has two home runs already. Of course, today he like struck out like five times, <laughs> um, the usual. But um, Torres is amazing. He's the best player on the Yankees uh- for me.
1: I think uh, I think Judge is, is better than him because Glaber has um, been struggling on at defense at shortstop, so um, that that's I wouldn't say it's a huge concern. He's still amazing, but I think Judge I think Judge is the best player because he's great in the field, he's great at the plate. He obviously he has injury concerns, but uh, you know when he's actually playing and is healthy, uh, he I think he's the best player on the team. But you could yeah. say Glaber younger than him, so you could say Glaber in a few years. Who knows?
0: You're right. That's, that's the thing. I mean, like looking into the future, I'd rather have Glaber also because of potential injury risk um, to judge. Um, but I mean, Glaber's only 22. He's only 22. I think it was yesterday was the anniversary of him getting traded to the Yankees. He's 23. Uh, He's 23. 23. Okay. I
1: mean, you're right. It was the anniversary.
0: Yeah, it's the anniversary um, and the Chapman trade. Who we ended up getting the next year, so phenomenal trade. Um, I mean we got a franchise player. Uh, he's only twenty three. He's just absolutely phenomenal. He had a great game today. Home run, uh, RBIs, couple RBIs. You know, he's just fun. He's just a fun guy. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, the Yankees. I definitely look forward to seeing what happens. Um, I mean,
1: they're two and one. That's a good start.
0: Yeah. And they play the Nationals. But the Nationals, of course, aren't the same team because they lost Rendon. So the lineup is a little bit more shaky. And Strasburg got hurt. I think something with his hand. I'm not totally sure, but uh, I think the the Strasburg contract is going to bite them in the ass. Strasburg had his best year ever and wasn't even close. Before that, he was... uh, a very disappointing pitcher he had like this extreme i don't hype. think he was
1: very disappointing I to think his hype, to his
0: hype, they sat him um his like rookie year his first or second year in the playoffs because they wanted to preserve him and they never even like got that far ever again uh, he until last a,
1: year. he's his career what do you think his career era is
0: 3.7 3.17 that's pretty good
1: yeah, it is pretty good. That that would be the correct, uh, accurate description of that. I mean, 3.17. Uh, is, I know what you're saying. He was, like, hyped. Maybe it's sort of close to the Bryce Harper deal. Like, he was the pitcher version of Bryce Harper. And you look at Strasburg. Obviously, right. there's been injury issues. And he's only, quote-unquote, only made three All-Star games. When maybe when he first came onto the scene, you're like, oh, this guy's going to make 7.8.9. Uh, but, I mean, he is. He's like, if he... He has like an outside shot at uh, making the, the Hall of Fame. Like, obviously, it's kind of tough for pl- these players this year It's because like even Mike Trout, you look at him, he like basically lost 100 games of his prime uh, for this season. But, you know, someone like um, Strasburg, like if he has a great next seven years of his career, kind of like we're seeing with like we talked about before, uh, scherzer and verlander he, he he has like an outside shot of of making the hall of fame but i i know what you're saying he may relative to the insane hype he, he not has quite delivered but that's probably more due to just the health than anything else
0: yeah he's very definitely very injury prone uh, speaking of the national yeah and also juan soto also has the virus so he is going to be sidelined for now they they're apparently thinking that it could be like a false positive t- test. Um, so they're going to like retest and monitor him. But yeah, I mean, the thing about this season is that, you know, you get tested. Po- you test positive for the virus. You're out for two weeks. And in a shortened season, every game matters, which is also why I don't like the idea of limiting these pitchers. Um like coming in, like Blake Snell was limited to two innings today. Like that seems like what's the point of that? I don't understand it. It doesn't make any sense. Like if you're pitching well, let him pitch. It like there's no reason for it.
1: Well, what was the reason in that case? Was is he coming off some sort of injury issue or?
0: Um, I don't believe so. Nothing significant. I mean, he pitched today. So it's not like he was like that hurt. It's like if you were like if you weren't fully healthy, you're not going to play. Especially like the, you're not going to, you know, start. Um they they just had him on a, a, a pitching limit. I mean, the Rays are more conservative when it comes to their pitches. I mean, he did he did have uh shoulder soreness, but I mean still, I mean thinking of uh what's his name? Uh, Corbin today. <laughs> I think he had, like, 75 pitches or whatnot. But, I mean, if the guys are throwing well, just, like, let it pitch. Every game matters. Yankees end up winning the game um, as soon as, like, Corbin came out. I mean, Torres did hit his homer off of him um, to tie, I think, to get with him one. Yeah, that
1: was to – well, was that to make it – I think
0: Boyd tied it. Boyd tied it. But it was after Corbin – was out.
1: Gotcha! Right, right, right. So Glaber sure. made it two to one. And, yeah, and it, yeah, it was good to see Void hit a home run too, because he had been uh, he had like a slow start so far. I mean, it's so early at this point; it's like just a handful of at bats, really.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's not like it's very small sample size. It's nothing to really make any um, quick decisions on, but uh, definitely good to see have baseball back. But you know, of course, baseball's back, but Justin Verlander is leaving it. Because he, uh, I mean, there's contrasting reports. First, it came out that he was out for the season. And now he personally said that he's going to be shut down for just a couple of weeks because of a forearm injury.
1: And when the initial report came out about him having, uh, being out for the season, it was for an elbow issue. But it's like your elbow and your forearm are like pretty close together. So is it a little bit of both? What What is I don't even know what would be more scary. I would imagine an elbow has to be more scary than a forearm if you're a pitcher, right? Like, if you had to choose, like, would oh, I yeah. rather get, like, some sort of quote unquote serious injury to my forearm or my elbow? Oh, yeah. it a, it's got to be the forearm.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. Like, if you, the elbow is everything. The elbow is everything. So you fuck up your elbow in a shortened season, you're done. But a forearm, I mean, you could probably pitch through it. He could probably pitch through that.
1: The thing with him is that let's say he does a uh, worst-case scenario and he has to end up getting surgery. Like, he's he's old. Like, I know – I mean, he just won Cy Young, so it's not like he's he's really fallen off or anything like that. But, like, he's going to turn 38 in, in, in February. And it's – if he has to do – miss all of next season, and then at what point – then what would he be? He'll be, like, 39 by the time he could pitch again. I don't know. Like, I'm sure he would probably do that because it's not like he doesn't give any sort of indications that he wants to retire. But at a certain point, it's like, well, are you going to be battling back from injury when like 40, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean, look at the Astros. Obviously, you know, they suck for cheating. And now they just lost their two best, best pitchers, Cole and Verlander. So, uh, you know, that sucks for them. And yeah, I guess I- – that's karma in a way, but, you know, you don't really want it to happen due to injury, but, you know, I guess there's just you know, that's just how it happens sometimes.
1: I um I mean, it, it does increase, if we just want to go full cynical mode, it does increase the Yankees' chances of winning the World Series. I mean, if we're just going to be honest about it. it. It definitely does that. So, uh, but, I mean, then again, we, they said they're going to shut him down for a few weeks. In a few weeks, he could feel totally fine. And then, so he he put out a tweet. The report that I'm currently missing the rest of the season is not accurate. There is a forearm strain. I'm hopeful that with some rest, it will heal, and I'll be able to return soon. Thank you all for the well wishes. So, this reporter,
0: Chandler Rome, you're you're, you're
1: on the hot seat, buddy. What you got, boy? <laughs> Two people with knowledge of the situation. He he. So he had multiple sources. Uh, yikes.
0: Yeah, what a scum. He reminds me of Ari Abrams. Oh God, you remember him? Oh, of course. How could I forget? Quiet oh. signing with the Lakers.
1: <laughs> or what about RDA ambition? That was another one. Oh he man, was, he was a Reddit poster who's like, I, I work. Or nobody knew how he supposedly had this information. Everyone was speculating, like, oh, does he work for the Lakers? Oh, does he work for this agency? Whatever. And he was like, "Oh, the Lakers sealed it. They're getting Kawhi."
0: But he was just making it up the whole time. And then, time. how about
1: Jalen Rose said, so "There's like a 99 percent chance that he's the uh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's like wrong. Everyone was so wrong. How did who did who did Jalen get that source from that he felt so confident saying that?
0: He but, does have pretty good sources. That was probably the most wrong I've ever seen him.
1: Right. I, that's what I'm saying. It's like, I doubt he just randomly decided to say that with nobody telling him something like that, but that just goes to show how crazy it was that someone would tell him something like that. Like, Oh, it's almost a guarantee that he's going to stay.
0: Jeez. And <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, he he said that with confidence too. He had like the baseball bat in his hand, smiling on the camera. Kawhi Leonard, is staying with the Toronto Raptors, said on national television. Then he looked like a fool a couple of days later. So who knows? Who knows? Yeah, Ari Abrams tried also. He put out like a Twitter poll saying, who's better? What Ari rooms and everyone's like, "What the fuck is this <laughs> point of this poll for?" I kind
1: of <laughs> like this guy now, actually. I think that's pretty. Like, funny. Is, this
0: a, is this a parody account, and I'm like, no, this is actually him. I'm like, shit. All right, I'll give him props. I voted for him. <laughs>
1: yeah, shit. Why not? He's leaning into it. He's leaning into the jokes. Uh, yeah, I mean, shout out to him. I, ha- I have no problem with him.
0: I think he got ten percent of the votes, so that's pretty good, going yeah. up against Walsh, but. Um. So, uh, Ben Simmons, chewing threes and looking good doing it. Apparently, he went to a psychologist to basically clear his head on his three-point attempt restriction.
1: Is <laughs> that the official diagnosis?
0: Yeah, I mean that's what I'm gonna say, and it looks like it worked because now, immediately. No hesitation comes in. It wasn't even wide open. You know, he had like a, a there was a presence there and he took a corner, to the corner three. Didn't, you know, it was, it was fine. It didn't go in, it Bounced off the rim. Next position. I don't know what position it was. I just saw the highlights, but um, then he hit another one. Perfect swish bang. And then you see him like the game of four. He's uh he's practicing his threes, which he never did before. And, you know, his shot looks good. His feet are set. Um, Shoulders are square to the basket. Good flick of the wrist. Very calm. You know, definitely see um, some improvement. So then I see this stupid-ass tweet. I'm sure you saw this, too. Uh, Would Ben Simmons be a top-10 player if he had Carl Anthony Towns' three-point shot?
1: I didn't see that tweet.
0: Yeah, it went viral. I had, like... 20,000 retweets and likes or whatever and then it's, it's I don't think people realize and we've we've said this a bunch that Carl Anthony Towns is the greatest three-point shooting big man of all time people don't people forget that and like Carl Anthony Towns is amazing He's shooting like t- nine threes off the dome nine threes on uh 41 43 percent.
1: But so then how is that a dumb question? Isn't that a right question? Like he would, you're saying he would be better than top 10. The
0: word was respectable. Oh, okay. Like respectable as if like Carl Anthony Towns was like a 32% shooter. Gotcha. 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 If If Ben Simmons had three, a three point shot, like Carl Anthony Towns, he'd be top three player.
1: Yeah. I mean, probably. I mean, yeah. I mean,
0: you, I don't it. know. Yeah, yeah. That's it. I, I mean, know.
1: yeah. I mean, that's, he really, I mean, what else does he need for his game? He's an amazing defender. He's a great passer. He's super athletic. He, tall. He, yeah, he's tall. Yeah, he He's tall. He's got handles. He, he's pretty good at, you know, getting to the rim. So, I mean, he's scoring like 16 points a game without shooting any jumpers. So, yeah, if you, any jumpers. Yeah, so if it's like, yeah, you make him a knockdown three-point shooter, yeah, he would definitely be. If you Carl Towns, yeah, he'd be. He might be the best player in the league at that point. Honestly, <laughs> like, why would he not be better than Giannis? If you're telling me he could shoot 10 threes a, 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 from and shoot forty percent, yeah, he basically
0: had the same game. Yeah,
1: exactly. It's like
0: it, Giannis has more range; he could shoot it a little bit more.
1: Yeah, and probably, I mean, Giannis probably is, is is you know a more impactful defensive player just because he's just so yeah as much of a freak as Ben is like Giannis is literally the freak so it's like but they are the same sort of like same general sort of player so but yeah I think well it's just good to see Ben that I mean it's obviously a been a mental issue this whole time like I think we discussed in the past like it's one thing to shoot like to be a bad like Dwayne Wade was a bad three-point shooter his whole career he's like low 30s but he would always shoot it if he was open and occasionally he would get hot. And, but then, you know, a lot of times uh, defenses wouldn't respect him, but he'd find other ways to deal with it. And then every once in a while he would make them pay. That's a totally, nobody ever talked about what a big issue Dwayne Wade's three point shooting was. Well, n- sometimes they did with later t- when he got less athletic with LeBron, but with it, with it has been always just that he literally won't do it. So, I mean, even though it's a quote unquote, I don't even think that's even in the calculus, actually, that it, these are like scrimmages because he net even in preseason games. It's not like he was normally shooting threes. So just to see him catch and literally just like, yep, I'm shooting this, Like catch and shoot. And he, he drained one of them, like like you said. it's So yeah. I, th- I thought that was great. Like, hell yeah. Kudos to him. And yeah, to the idea. OK, went to the sports psychologist. Well, it's, since we all knew his mental the whole time, like, you know, he had always sort of struck me, as I mentioned in the past, it seems like he's a little above it all. Like uh, he's like too cool for school kind of, which is sort of doesn't normally, it's not normally vibe you get from someone who is like also a really good defensive player, you know. You, you know, normally I'm very quiet too, right? And very quiet, but he just has that sort of arrogant vibe, which I I have no issues with. I'm just thinking of him like as a person knowing nothing about it basically. But so to see that he could take that step to go to a sports psychologist and be like, okay, maybe I'll try this out. Will this help? You know, it does show that he's actually trying to work on it and he's not because he had maybe he was just sort of being defensive but his vibe up until this point has been a lot of like oh i don't it's not that big of a deal like what are you guys talking about like focus on what i do well yada 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 and 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 that's all it's fine for him to say that but to know that like you know privately he's like okay this is something that ideally i would address and get better at i'm like kudos to you ben simmons if he could start draining threes, that would just it would just make the NBA more fun. So, I mean, then the Sixers would become like a legitimate threat to the Bucs.
0: I feel like the only people, only reason people hate him is that because he is that he just doesn't shoot threes.
1: Well, I don't even think that really he gets that much hate. I think why he's such he like gets a, a
0: lot of hate. People just don't like him.
1: Well, I don't. Well, you're just making it sound like they don't like him as a person, like maybe they don't like his game and they think like, oh, they'll say stupid stuff like, oh, Ben Simmons trash or something. He generates a lot of discussion because, yeah, he has that one glaring flaw to his game. I don't really get the vibe that like James Harden has like a lot of haters in terms of people who are like, I flat out dislike this guy, you know, to the degree that I can like sort of discern somebody's personality by the way they play basketball or even not considering that. Like I just hate him because that's why he play, That's how he plays basketball. I don't care what his personality is. You know, I'm not talking personally. I'm just saying how some fans will think. I don't think Ben has like that level of haters where there's just people are like, Oh fuck Ben Simmons, you know, no matter what, like I don't care what he does, but, um, but I know what you're saying. He he is like a lightning rod for, for discussion. And it's never – he's not a lightning rod for discussion because people are talking about how good on defense he is. It's Right. That's not like – yeah, it's, it's fun to talk about it. But after a while, it's just like a reality. Like you don't – nobody talks about like wonder, Steph Curry okay. being a good shooter anymore. It's just like we know.
0: Yeah. And it's not really fun to talk about like good defense.
1: No, I mean it is definitely more boring than offense for
0: sure. Let's be real. Would you rather talk about Steph shooting 40-footers or – Rudy Gobert yeah, corralling something. the
1: pick and roll, dribbler yeah. oh, or whatever.
0: Yeah. Oh. Um. Yeah, I mean, I think it's awesome. I think it's like, um, just great for him to actually admit. You know, that's the first step in um, in rehab is to admit that you have a problem.
1: <laughs> and he has a problem. And he, he had maybe a problem. he had a problem. He there had you go. A that's more I mean,
0: positive. Because I think I think he's done with it. That's and I think now that there's no people in the stands to get the oos and ahs whenever he shoots shoots a three. Like, what his teammates need to do is not be like all over him when he shoots a three or makes a three. They just need to act like it's totally normal. Yes, like, I yeah, I, I agree. It. It's like you, yeah, like we're not gonna cheer you on because you made a three. It's just like keep doing it. I mean, you could do this. This isn't out of the norm. This we know you could do it. Just do it.
1: Right. They gave him like the first couple of times. Obviously, the bench was going crazy, but I, I know what you're saying. They should dial that back now. And just yeah. just so it'll just, you wanted everything to just give off the vibe of like, this is totally normal. This is what you do, Ben. You've always shot three-pointers.
0: <laughs> that's all he needs, because otherwise it's going to get in his head. But that's the key. That first one, that first one. for his confidence is huge it
1: was good that he made one i I think he only those were his only two attempts but thank god he made one of them
0: thank Thank god God
1: one of them went in
0: that's huge for your confidence as a shooter as a non-shooter because he's not really a shooter but like you know if you've been struggling you know shoot or shoot you know check check the dms but um like someone like Ray Allen, he's just gonna keep shooting. Steph keeps shooting, but someone like Ben Simmons, you know, he needs to really feel confident. He gets one down, you know, it's a heat check. So I'm glad to see him uh, start taking threes. I think that's the best thing. If if you know if everything happens, you know, I'm gl- after after all this. Like if Ben Simmons starts shooting threes, I'll be happy. Um, Lou Williams, man. This guy is crazy. So he left the bubble for a funeral. And after the funeral, he took a little dive into Magic City. And apparently he had, he had usually, he just had wings there. No big deal. Nothing, nothing uh, suspicious going on. No dancing, no partying, no drinking, no drugs, no rappers around him like Jack Harlow. He was just chilling, just eating some chicken wings in a strip club outside the bubble. bubble. Then he just takes a private jet from ATL back to Orlando and acts like nothing happened. (laughs) That's pretty legendary. That's pretty legendary. Yeah, Uh, I
1: mean, the funny thing is that he never would have... um gotten caught if it were not for jack harlow putting it on his instagram story which come on dude that's such a
0: that was such
1: a dumb move i don't know like did he just slip up like maybe he was was drunk drunk and forgot that there was like a bubble situation going on but geez like he totally but here's the thing i mean it's annoying that now lou will i'm pretty sure has to like quarantine in his room by himself for 10 days Uh, yep and but in the grand scheme of things it's like is he gonna get I don't know if he's going to get fined. It doesn't seem like it or else they would have announced it at this point. Right. So yeah. really. And so he's going to miss the first two, quote unquote, seeding games. Um, but really, like in the grand scheme of things, does this hurt the Clippers at all? Like he misses the first two, quote unquote, seeding games. He plays the next six and then the playoffs. Like it's like it was. Uh... And then I guess here's the thing. Right. So he he got clearance to leave the bubble, for, like you said, for a funeral. Great. So now if he had gone to his buddy's house, like, is that allowed? You know what I'm saying? Like if, right. if he went to his friend's house to go watch baseball and because he knew that he was flying back to Orlando, you know, on Friday morning, because I think he went to Magic City on Thursday night, apparently. So let's presume he flew back on Friday morning. Like if he went to his buddy's house and there were six or seven of them there and they were watching the Braves, you know, was that is that
0: it's like, what are the rules? It's
1: very, which is why I don't think he's going to get fined because it's a yeah. very gray area like i'm sure
0: they... it doesn't look good that he went to oh it looks <laughs> terrible
1: it looks terrible and i'm sure the nba is so pissed but it's like they once they grant you i'm sure they just granted him like a, a ability to leave the bubble and they just were like okay you can leave the bubble and then, you know, thinking like, you know, he's going to do what he does when uh, during this funeral. Maybe he'll go to this person's house because, as part of the funeral process. Da 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 da, da. And when he, the first chance he gets, he's going to fly back. And then he, he didn't quite do that. But uh, I'm sure there was no like rule or something that they were like, you cannot go to a strip club while you're outside of the bubble. You know, it's like they just like I'm sure they didn't have a rule like you can't go to the supermarket when you left the bubble. So that's why I'm thinking about it now. He's probably not going to get fined. I mean, it's funny um i I guess it wouldn't be that funny if he if he spread <laughs> coronavirus to the whole bubble and ruined it for everybody but uh it seems like he he admitted to like security and he i mean he was gonna the thing was any you wouldn't once say oh like Zion just got back to the bubble like yesterday or today or whatever and he does a four day quarantine I think that's like the standard if if you're getting tested while you're outside of the bubble which Zion was apparently getting tested every day so it's not like Lou Will was going to get back from the bubble. Let's say Jack Harlow never posted this on Instagram. Nobody knew about it. He wasn't going to get to the bubble and just start hanging out with everybody. There there would have been a four-day period. And if he did, if he would have caught it, uh, then the, he would have tested positive, I think. It is four days enough I, to, like, can you, can you get it? And then, like, it only shows up on the fifth day. I thought the incubation period was, like, five days. Who knows? Point being is, like, I can't see too much of a reason to be up in arms at Lou. It was just a basically a hilarious story
0: yeah shout out to lou williams for having the i don't don't know if they say balls because i mean he didn't really get punished for it he just can't play but i mean of course like the of the few times that they let NBA players out of the bubble he goes to a strip club yeah (laughs) and it's only been like what uh three weeks that they've been there maybe two
1: in orlando i feel like it's been like a week and a half
0: yeah it hasn't been that long at all this guy just can't i mean i don't know exactly what he's doing there but i mean either he just can't get his wings or something else um you know he's got some sort of addiction (laughs) but um yeah shout out to him he uh i think maybe he saw like his three girlfriends that drake shouted out shouted him out on Remember that on Six got Six Man?
1: Well, it was two girlfriends. Yeah. Well you said three girlfriends.
0: Three and maybe uh, he had
1: three. I mean, who knows? He's he's living life. He's doing what he does. He's he's Lou Will. I mean, he uh
0: like I'm Lou Will.
1: He's uh I guess that that was probably based off when he was back in Toronto with the Raptors. Yeah. I'm sure Drake got to know him that way. So yeah, I mean he listen, I don't want him to play well. Obviously, going against the Lakers. So, I'm not rooting for Lou Will this year, but in general, generally speaking, he seems like a legend. So, yeah. Um, What
0: else we got? Kanye. We didn't talk about Kanye.
1: Yeah. I don't, the, how do we even, I guess, where do we even start? I don't know which tweet, because so many of these tweet storms got deleted. Like so it's like I I don't know, you can't even scroll back on his timeline and like remember everything. Well, I guess it was when I don't know if we, did we talk yeah. about it on last pod? It was like so he he had his rally and you know, he made some controversial comments and then I think that it was the next night was it Monday night when he started tweeting basically saying, you know, that, that Kim and Chris were trying to throw him in like a mental hospital and yeah, he just started going off on, on Chris Jenner he started going off on Kim started going off on, you know, H- Kim doing playboy, how his, how Kanye's kids were never going to do playboy. He's sending texts to Chris Jenner, you know, this is yay screenshotting them, posting them. He, Drake, Drake, Drake with like the question emoji, Larsa with the question emoji, uh, He's tweeting about like Michael Jackson dying. He's tweeting about yeah, I think he even had a Bill Cosby tweet in there. Like he was really just yeah. he is really just going off. I'm I'm trying to see. I, I screenshot a lot of them because I know obviously he deleted them. Let's see. In Jesus' name, no more cap. That was a good one. Classic. C- come and get me.
0: Come and get me. I'm in Miami, my ranch. This EA.
1: Oh, and then he's talking about Meek Mill, but and he's oh saying like, that Tim cheated with Meek Mill, but then Meek is like, "This is not true," uh, which who knows? I mean, he could be lying, obviously. But then oh, he also said he's worth five billion dollars. Uh,
0: did he? I didn't even see that one.
1: Yeah, but well, because like I said, he, he deleted a lot of them like immediately. He said, "Should I name more?" Like, what is that? So he did. He did Drake. <sighs> Uh, with the question emoji and then afterwards said should I should I name more and then he did MJ told you about Tommy before they killed him Kim saved my daughter's life in the name of Jesus it's God's choice only I will live for my children Chris I'm in Cody obviously Cody Wyoming if you're not planning another one of your children's playboy shoots oh my god and then he tweeted that and said we could handle this like gentlemen uh yeah, then he started talking about the doctors. He said he's been trying to divorce Kim. Uh right. then he said he called her Chris Jong un Yeah, that's <laughs> He said Little Baby's my favorite rapper but won't do a song with me. But then Little Baby said nobody told him Kanye wanted to do a song with him. Uh he's saying he's the future president. Uh and that's Apparently, that was that was Monday Bo- night.
0: Shia the buff. Um oh yes, that was another gap shoot and just didn't show up and then he said that Shia is cap so i don't know how do you beef with Shia buff i don't know
1: yeah and it's like why didn't Shia buff show up to like the i feel like there's some backstory we need there because i'm pretty sure they were friendly or you know friendly or friends i'm not sure so uh, i mean i'm sure there's other ones other tweets that we, we we missed from him this week but he's just he's just i mean the, he was supposed to put out an album on friday which uh You may be shocked to hear that that album did not come out on time. Uh, Yeah. And I guess while he did apologize to Kim on Twitter yesterday, Uh, he was tweeting about Lil Wayne a little bit yesterday. He's tweeting about how he's going to beat Biden. Just listen, it's a very, uh, very interesting time in in Kanye's. Like this is, if you think about the different eras of Kanye, this is definitely going to be a memorable one for sure.
0: It's amazing. Um some people speculate that this is just for an album promo, but
1: it seems a little not. above that honestly. Like not. some of, I mean it, it would be good, I guess publicity stunt, but this a lot of this seems way past the pubis, a pub, publicity
0: stunt. And he doesn't really need it. Yeah. He has 30 million followers on on Twitter. I don't know how many on Instagram. I don't even know if he does Instagram. I don't think so. Yeah, he doesn't have Instagram. Um, I mean, he's Kanye West. So, uh, I would assume that his album's going to come next month. You know, that's usually like the first release date never works out. It's always like the month or two after. So, especially, and he's got some shit going on. He just signed the deal with Gap. Uh, I don't know what else he's—he's he's always got something going on, and now he's got like family shit going on. Maybe he's—maybe he'll him and Kim will be divorced by the time it comes out, and maybe we'll just do a new album. He might scrap it and just do a whole new thing. Another 808 and Heartbreaks Part Two—that would be awesome, actually. You know, I wouldn't mind that.
1: Uh, <laughs> I mean, out for maybe for music, I don't 808s was such like a singular thing that it's just like. I don't. But, I don't think not, he's like. Oh, he's gonna get his heart broken, and then he's gonna make another eight oh eight. It's like he broke up with Amber Rose. We never really got an 808s about that.
0: He broke up with her.
1: Uh, I don't even remember which way it was actually.
0: Yeah, but Amber Rose is like, ugh. ugh, he didn't have a kid with Amber Rose.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Well, he didn't have a kid with the woman who 808s and heartbreak was about either. Too
0: he was younger though.
1: Well, yeah, he was younger. Yeah, I know you are saying. I mean, obviously, it would change this. <laughs> Sound and content of the album if he got a divorce, I imagine. But I would just, I mean, for everybody's sake, it, it, I mean, he apologized. So who knows, man? Who knows if they're.
0: I wish he didn't apologize. Who's he apologizing to?
1: But no, he apologized to Kim. Oh, why
0: do you have to do it on Twitter?
1: Yeah, that's another thing. It's like, I I just wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't that be easier to just send it to her as a text? Like, what what? Why not
0: just see her yeah Go. or see her in
1: person that's also another
0: option <laughs> Crazy thought.
1: <laughs> yeah 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 i uh i don't yeah i don't know what really i guess you could Your say wife. that you you quote unquote embarrassed her or you quote unquote you committed the, the 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 whatever transgression in public so you might as well apologize to her in public but, but. does that really matter in terms of the individual one-on-one relationship with another person
0: at the same time, like if some of the stuff that he said is are true, then why are you apologizing?
1: Yeah, I think the what I would say is him saying that like Kim and cheated. Well, well about, yeah, I mean, who knows, right? Well, I I think the first one that strikes me. I believe Kanye. Him, yeah, I believe him. Him all the time, like in terms of like he doesn't really seem to be that much of a liar. I mean, who knows? We don't know these people. They could he could be completely lying all the time. But it, it seems. I mean, it's not like this stuff makes him look good, right? <laughs> it's not like, hey, my wife cheated on me with so and so. I don't really think that somebody, something, something, someone would lie about. He may be wrong about that, but I don't think he's intentionally lying about it. Uh, but I think in terms of when he said, like, oh, Kim almost aborted North, like, or we almost decided to, like, that's something that probably if you're going to make that public for everybody, I think you should probably talk to your wife on if she's on the same page, you know, like I here, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that Kim probably didn't want everybody to know that. And then it's also like, right. well, when North grows up, like, what is she going to think? Like, that's something that she's going to know now, you know, like right. it's going to be common. Not Like, I don't know. Would that like bother you? I don't know. I mean, you're alive. So it's like, it didn't happen. I don't know. Like, would it really bother you that much? If it's like, Oh, Come to find out, like, when I'm 15, like, oh, my parents, they were thinking about aborting me, but didn't. Would I be like, oh, my God, I'm devastated? I don't know. I don't don't know how people would react. But it's
0: not like they know you. You're just like a fetus right
1: right yeah it's not that they were making a judgment they're like uh oh, looks like her personality isn't going to be what we want it to be um no nope. too short but i think that uh that that's one thing that i could point to and be like that 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 was probably worthy of an apology and then yeah i mean if he if it's not true that kim cheated with me then then publicly accusing her of that would also be not a great look but then it's like who uh if uh if uh going back to i don't know if we talked about his speech um on the last podcast i don't know if it already happened or if it happened after I, the it after
0: I think it's the night of
1: okay and so if you watch so let's say it's true that kim and chris and jenner tried to like send the doctor to kind of force Kanye into a mental hospital i could see why that would sort of trigger like a sort of outbreak from him because yes um you know his comments about abortion like when i was on twitter what i saw was kanye trending right so i click and i see the video of him um I saw the Harriet Tubman video, which right. look. I mean, I'm not, I'm not a Harriet Tubman expert. I'm not an expert on the no? Underground Railroad or whatever. But what? uh, when I saw that, it was very clearly uh, trolling uh, from Kanye. And I, you know, he did have a point that he was trying to make. I'm not going to make a judgment. It's not really issues for me to get involved with or really have much of an opinion on, to be honest. But. When I watched that, I just saw like, okay, this is sort of he's saying this to get attention and maybe he does actually have a point he's trying to make. But when you want to get attention, you need to say things that are, you know, same thing with uh, Skip Bayless or Stephen A. Smith. They don't say that. You know LeBron's good, but also Kawhi's good. They say Kawhi is clearly better than LeBron, or they say LeBron is a choke artist. That's how people are. Otherwise, people are not going to pay attention to you.
0: Gotta make the headlines, exactly.
1: So I saw that and I said, okay, interesting. And then I saw uh, the video of him crying, talking about the abortion, and having just watching that clip, I was like, oh my god, like this is not a good situation. Like this is weird. Like what's going on? Like why this is not a good look? Like it seems like this dude's just straight up losing it. So then I watched the full speech because I was like, what, what was he just like crying for like 30 minutes? This is insane. And then it's like, you watch the whole speech and that was like two minutes out of like a 30 minute quote unquote speech. And like the rest of the time before and after that, like, it's not like he just walked off stage after crying. Like he continued for the next, for the next 10 minutes or 15 minutes. And he was like just normal Kanye. I mean, obviously as normal as Kanye's going to be, but like, if you watch the whole speech, you're not going to come away from it being like that guy is you know, having some sort of mental breakdown. So if it is true that Kim and, and Chris, after seeing that speech, tried to get him like sent to a mental hospital, that's kind of like a weird move because when I watched the speech, I was like, that doesn't look like a guy who necessarily needs to go to a mental hospital. Maybe it's a guy who needs to be sit down and be like, hey man, you can't just like spill out family secrets because you want to get attention for your fucking like political party. Uh, maybe that conversation should be had for sure. But going to a mental hospital, I, I didn't, I didn't really see that from his speech i don't know maybe people would watch it i don't know many people who did watch the whole speech but if there are people who watch it and maybe you watch the whole speech and said that guy's insane i don't know that's not the maybe i'm biased but i watched it i was like this is how he basically has always acted so
0: i did find it really interesting that it looked to be the first text between chris and kanye ever (laughs) <laughs> yeah. But here's my yeah. thing
1: with that, is like they I'm sure celebrities switch phones all the time where it's like yeah. Kanye could have got a new phone like two weeks earlier. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying, but there could be a, a simple explanation for that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean it it was as funny um to see that. This EA, This yay.
1: This is yay with like the double spacing. What's weird is like he double spaced one line and then like single spaced the other line. Yeah. Which, but then with like the the next text, I think he did it reverse. Like he, like it, it, whatever it's, if in the first one, if he did a single space and a double space, and the next text he did a double space followed by a single space. I was like, what is what is the game plan with this? What what is, what is the thought process here? But uh, yeah, it was it was. I mean, I think that's most of uh, Kanye's uh, happenings of, of this week, right?
0: Yeah, there's been a lot. Um, he also forced. Try to force Dave Chappelle to do a joke on the spot, which is a great video. I highly suggest you watch it. It's a very awkward, um, but but very funny. Very funny. It's on his Twitter. Um, you know, Kanye's in the ranch with you know Justin Bieber and Dame Dash. I don't know what he's doing. I don't know if he's making music. I assume he's making he's working on the music because he said that after all his his rant and his tweets that he's going to focus on the music now. So I assume he's focusing on the music now, but he's got a lot, a lot of things going on with, you know, gap. And I assume he's still producing products for Adidas. Uh, now. I don't know how long he has, uh, how much he, how long, how much longer he has left on his contract for Adidas, but we'll see. And that was so, another
1: thing. Yeah. He, ha- he gets 15% royalties on every uh, Adidas sneakers. Pair of sneakers that are sold, and he was saying during his speech that he wants like a lot more than that.
0: Oh, really? Yeah, for so, Adidas,
1: for for Adidas, and so that getting fifteen percent royalties made him a uh, a billionaire. So, like, what if he asked for fifty percent royalty? Oh my god! Like, <laughs> you know, and if the sneakers keep selling like this, that that who knows what could happen. But yeah, I think uh it's good stuff. It's good stuff with Kanye. I mean, obviously, you hope whatever his mental state is as. Uh, healthy as it could be, uh, and and nothing bad happens. But it seems like I don't know. I, I don't. I kind of reject the idea. It seems like anytime Kanye does or says something that people disagree with, the default is like, "Oh, you know, this is somebody who's clearly struggling." And lo-, and I'm not even saying that he's not struggling or he wasn't earlier in the week or whatever. So I'm open to the idea that maybe he's having a bit of a breakdown. But it seems like past Monday night, he's just like seems like he's chilling. So yeah. how how would somebody react if you, if, if you were, if, if you were under the impression, who knows if it's even true or not, that your wife and your mother-in-law were like sending a doctor to like, come talk to you. And like, once you talked to him, you were going to be brought to like a mental hospital. I'm sure that would scare the shit out of people.
0: And you're like, you're, you know, Kanye West like and you feel like
1: whether you're right or you're wrong you feel like I don't need to go to a mental hospital like I just had like a bit of an outburst but I'm like totally just hanging out watching basketball now or whatever you know
0: as the great Kyrie Irving once said Uh everyone has mood swings you know you wake up you come back from work you're tired you got that's a mood swing you know you go play basketball Your team loses. You're angry about it, It's a mood swing. Humans have mood swings. So, you know, shout out to Kyrie.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, once again, for the billionth time, the issue with Kyrie is that if you claim that you're going to be the leader of the team, you can't then let your mood swings dictate how you're going to behave towards your teammates. Uh, It's just that simple. If you have a manager at work who's in a bad mood because he got in an argument with his wife and he comes into work and then won't speak to you for three days and you don't know why he's not speaking to you, but it's because he got into an argument with his wife. Uh, I mean, sure, you can your boss can say, well, everyone has mood swings. And, well, the response would be, well, if you're a leader, you have to sort of ignore your mood swings or at least funnel it into a productive manner. Now, if you don't want to be a leader, go do whatever you want. There's plenty of companies, organizations, teams that have their social outcasts, their weirdos, their eccentric people, who, but you can't be the centric weirdo who ignores your teammates, who gets in a mood swings, who makes weird comments, if you're also trying to be the leader of the team. So my advice to Kyrie would be to just admit that you're not a leader and just be like the sort of... Moody, like artist, who is just off on his own, doing his own thing. Who sometimes well, that's what he did, right? Well, well, did he did he do that yeah, this year on the Nets when he's making post game press conferences saying, "Man, we got to get rid of half the players in this okay, locker room now, because I'm now, the, I'm the leader." Because
0: that, that is just taken out of context. Well, that's not. I'm not going to name the whole team. Oh, I want Karis uh jimbo still, like, he, the entire fucking he roster he can't he be
1: like a leader that's five, why if you're a leader you know that there's you can't start naming names if you're not going to name the whole like that's very simple calculus in your brain you say oh, that was just, okay that was, i'm gonna that was start naming names here of people who are, are, are good players on this team here's what anyone who could like think for two seconds would say okay well if i start naming names If I don't name people, people are going to be like, why didn't you name those people? So you have two options. You name everyone on the team or you say like everyone on the team has a role to play or you just don't say that. So it's like, oh. you
0: name everyone on the team? It's like he just started. He just started. It was just a live thing. It was totally taken out of context. No, it It was
1: not. It wasn't taken out of context. He can't be a leader. It goes, if there's a politician who's constantly like.
0: That's not him being a leader. I'm saying he joined the Nets with Kevin Durant. So KD's
1: not a leader either why not because <laughs> he's like a moody guy he's the same thing he won't talk to his teammates he's in a bad mood where 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 now i'm sad today now i'm happy today now today i'm mad at steve kerr now i'm rolling my eyes at steph curry and clay thompson because they're shooting too much because i don't get the credit so now i'm not going to talk to anybody but to the point where like draymond has to scream and yell at me and tell me to leave because everybody knows that I'm going to leave, but I'm not going to tell anyone that I'm leaving, but like they have to be nice to me. Otherwise I might leave. So it's like, they don't have a leader. Neither of them are leaders. So it's like, they don't have a leader on their team unless it's like, I don't know. DeAndre Jordan is the leader. So man, I'm not going to say it's not going to work out, but neither of their personalities are leader personalities.
0: It doesn't matter. Maybe it doesn't matter.
1: I, it might not matter.
0: Uh, I I honestly don't think it does. If Kobe and Shaq hate each other so much It has
1: nothing to do with that though. It has nothing to do with that. That Kobe
0: How would you be a leader if like you're both fighting each other? Well,
1: they also players. had like Derek Fisher on that team and like Rick Fox on that team, and obviously like they had like veteran players. So I don't I don't know the inner workings of the, like the early two thousands Lakers dynasty of that locker room. I don't know who, but I think it was like Rick Fox, Robert Ory, Derek Fisher. They had other veterans who were maybe more the leader of the teams, even though Shaq and Kobe were like the two best players. Um, but there's no veterans unless it's DeAndre Jordan who can go and speak to a Josh Harris, which Joe Harris. I call him Josh Harris every time and be like, Hey man, Kyrie didn't mean it like that or blah, 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 blah smooth it over. So it's, they don't, they just don't have a leader. It's just Kyrie. Kyrie is just so – he can, he just – It doesn't matter. Anyway, yeah. the
0: team chemistry is very overrated in sports. No,
1: that's totally wrong. Totally, very, totally very wrong. Very, overrated. That's totally wrong.
0: And if anything, the Nets will prove it. Totally wrong. Totally and I think the team chemistry is good. So, so they won't
1: prove think. it then. Huh? So they won't prove it then. It's, the team chemistry is good and they win. The they effect. didn't disprove that chemistry matters.
0: I just don't factor it in. Okay. I don't factor it in at right. all.
1: Well, maybe you should, I because like... if, if team chemistry, uh, if the Warriors had great team chemistry, then KD would still be on the Warriors. So.
0: Mm, I mean, no, no. team
1: chemistry maybe doesn't matter for uh, winning in one season or winning a specific game, but it definitely matters in terms of how long is a core of a team going to stay together.
0: He only, he left because he wasn't, he still wasn't getting the recognition that he wanted,
1: he he left because he he has just a bottomless pit of of he's just desperate for. He doesn't even know what he's looking for. He's just funneling no, stuff in.
0: The of being crowned the best player. He was he just getting
1: pulled- that though before he got hurt, yeah. and he he still wanted to leave.
0: Yeah, but it was because the the championships had the asterisks on it. So right. what he needed to do is like, all right, I'm the best player. It's like which you may be the well, best player, but you have to prove it on a lesser team, um, which will be make it officially legit. Like once you do it there, then it's like, OK, which is why he went to the Nets and that's what he's going to do. So, I mean, everyone want to go to the Knicks, but why the fuck would he go to the Knicks? And then he just wouldn't have a chance of winning a championship. And then he get fucked.
1: I mean, well, when you look at the Nets and, and their their history of Brooklyn, Brooklyn Nets and their, their great success and achievement that they have. What about the
0: Knicks? What what type of history do they fucking have? They have no every every person that was good when the Knicks were good is dead.
1: I mean, well they have... Look, my point is, well,
0: then you now you're saying like, oh. What the hell does history even matter? It's now. The present is now. It doesn't matter about history. So then if history doesn't matter, then
1: the, the past five seasons of the Knicks being terrible doesn't matter either. You just get good. Like you're saying, chemistry doesn't matter. Nothing matters. Just get good players and boom, you're set.
0: Exactly. And that type good players. They had good, good core and they had the slots. Well,
1: that's the argument is that they had better players than the Knicks. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Right. Well, then that that's argument. That's not that hard. the Knicks are like, well, I guess the Knicks being like a shit show ties into not having good players. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, segue. Tom Thibodeau is the coach of the Knicks. Knicks. Yeah.
0: You said Nets.
1: I, I definitely said Knicks. R- rewind the tape. I said.
0: We'll Nets. Rewind it. Um, either way. You know, the meme is, was, uh, RJ Barrett rest in peace to his knees. <laughs> I mean, R. listen, J. the, it sucks. Yeah. RJ Barrett's not good. Um, the Knicks aren't good. Tom Thibodeau is the wrong coach for that team.
1: They should have hired Kenny Atkinson.
0: They should have hired Kenny Atkinson, but they're, they're terrible. They make terrible decisions and they're just going into a deeper hole. <laughs> I don't think people realize it. I mean they can't yeah, really
1: go I, into much of a deeper
0: hole. That's the thing. I think you can. <laughs> Somehow they're just I just don't see any upside. There's no hope. Um as long as the management remains the same. They're fucked. They're fucked. This was their year. This was their year. They were supposed to get Zion. Katie and Kyrie to come. Oh
1: my god! How many times yeah, are you gonna bring this up? Is I think that's your favorite basketball memory. Is the Knicks not getting KD.
0: No, it's the Nets getting. I, KD.
1: I don't. I, I disagree. I actually think you more. You're more happy that the Knicks didn't get him that the Nets did get him.
0: Absolutely I, not.
1: I think that's. I think that's a secret. Truth I'm saying. I'm just saying reveal. that
0: this was. This was literally supposed to be the year. It wasn't the year before. Yeah, or the year no, after.
1: That's very true. I mean, it, it, it is crazy it to think they were seen as like the, the favorites. It's still yeah, like, they were
0: supposed to get them. We still- they had, like, the Photoshop memes and shit.
1: Okay, but who...
0: Because now, like, the, it was, like, realistic, too. Um, it, you know, because they have the, awesome. the, the pick. you know. and But now it's, like, their next target is Giannis. And right? they
1: were supposed to get Jason Kidd, maybe. And then you say, oh, Jason Kidd and Giannis have a good relationship. So that's not happening, even though there was an article saying Jason Kidd was a front runner like two days ago. But OK, here's the thing with Tibbs. He like if even if you look at Minnesota, he went 31 and 51, then 47 and 35. Then he was like slightly below 500 and they fired him. And the Timberwolves, as we've talked about before, like the low, underrated, like worst franchise in basketball, like they never win ever 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 um and he had them at 47 and 35 when they had jimmy butler and and wiggins and towns and so it's like he i don't know if you can say but here's some issue right so i don't think it's fair to say that he's just a bad coach but he seems to me like a guy who's like i don't know maybe if you have like a veterans Uh, up it well or you could either have veterans who are like established or you could have like an up-and-coming team that just needs like the discipline or just needs like the kick in the ass you know what i'm saying but like the the knicks are like two or three years away of like draft picks of like doing everything right to like getting to the point unless they make a major free agent signing which they never do so we can't count on that happening they're still like two or three years away from like a top five pick a top three pick a top two pick and two of those hit, or one of those hit, and now they have some sort of core that they could, and it's like, so Tom Thibodeau is going to be the guy who leads them through, like, are, are is it, do they think they're going to make the playoffs next year because they got Tom Thibodeau to, like, whip the team into shape or something? I don't, and is Tom Thibodeau, like, is he, a? does he even want to do that? Like, does he want to coach, like, a young, horrible team for the next three years so that the fourth year of his contract, maybe they could make the playoffs? Like, I, I'm so confused by this.
0: I mean, if if he couldn't work out with the Timberwolves, I don't see how it's gonna work out with the Knicks. I mean, yeah, I don't. Then maximize Towns, Wiggins, Rubio. I mean that. I mean the team had like some pieces like they weren't terrible. Forty seven
1: and thirty five though. That's what I'm saying. Like when they had Jimmy, they made the playoffs.
0: Yeah, but I mean, you kind of have to because I mean that's a it's a good team. I mean, you have two, three all stars. I mean, even though it's a West, like Wiggins still, is
1: definitely not an all star, but I know, I know what you are saying. They had two two all star players.
0: Yeah, um, but I mean, he couldn't control that locker room. I mean, obviously Jimmy has a strong personality, but I think Jimmy's like comparable to MJ. And his attitude, just kind of like, you know, cocky, just hard nose, like works hard and like trolls people.
1: But he, it never, it didn't seem like there was an issue between Thibodeau and Jimmy Butler. The issue was Jimmy Butler and Towns and Wiggins. And and Thibodeau couldn't convince, even though he tried a million times, like Jimmy Butler just decided, I'm not going to play with these guys. Like, get me out of here. And the, his good relationship with Thibodeau wasn't enough to like convince him to stay. But it didn't doesn't mean that like he Thibodeau was not the reason that Jimmy Butler left, but I guess, you know, and it's just like listen, if Jimmy Butler like you said, he's a hard nosed guy, I don't know any coach who may might, would have been able to like if 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 Jimmy Butler decides that Towns and Wiggins are trash, then that's it. He's just decided they're trash and he doesn't want to play with them anymore. I don't I don't even know why I'm like and I'm just defending Thibodeau from people saying that he's trash now because like whatever he had two, he had a below 500 record with the Timberwolves when most of those games were played with basically towns and Wiggins and a bunch of garbage. Uh, You know, obviously I'm saying most of those games because they had one season where they had Jimmy, I don't know, but who knows, man, maybe if, if we look at the bright side, maybe they get Thibodeau, he installs his little defensive system he, he got to see young guys like paying attention to the fundamentals and working hard on defense and all that good stuff. But I mean, who do the Knicks even have like Mitchell Robinson is the only guy, I guess if, if Thibodeau could get him to like fulfill he's his their potential on defense.
0: Player. I think he's their most valuable player. He
1: definitely is. He definitely is. Yeah, I mean,
0: it's kind of not close. <laughs> I mean, I think they just trade RJ Barrett. I would trade RJ Barrett.
1: I would, I would trade RJ Barrett in the off season for who I don't even know for whatever I could get cuz I look I I, I would I'm what well, I said this before like I mean, my my goal is to have the most amazing players the the more amazing players in the NBA right like keep them coming I'm 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 interested in more superstars more all stars new all stars all that great stuff so I'm not rooting against RJ Barrett I have no reason to root against RJ Barrett I just do not think he's going to be good so if I was them, but maybe they know things. Maybe they have stats I don't have. Maybe they have film that I don't have. But it's like I I don't know if like a year from now RJ Barrett's trade value is going to be increased. Like this,
0: would you trade
1: RJ for Andrew Wiggins? Hell no, hell no. Because Wiggins' contract is terrible. If they were making the same money, probably. But meh, I don't know Wiggins. I don't know. I actually think Wiggins is going to kind of work out on the Warriors, but. I don't think I would do that trade. Well, just strictly from the money perspective because Wiggins makes too much.
0: I'm trying to think of like just. It's a, tough.
1: Like a young player who doesn't make a lot of money. Like.
0: Kind of like. Meh.
1: It's hard to even or, think about those players because like normally you don't even know who they are.
0: All I could think of. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Joe Ingles.
1: Oh, Joe Ingles is definitely better than RJ Barrett. I mean, well, Joe Ingalls, he's, uh, he's on a. He's definitely making more
0: money than RJ Barrett. Limited what? His ceiling is limited. Yeah, though. but
1: I'd rather have a, a solid, proven, winning role player who's a great shooter who f- like fights on defense and is a smart player rather than RJ Barrett. Like, there's no guarantee that RJ Barrett. Like, we know how Joe Ingles fits into like a winning team. Like, it's, you don't have to question is it possible. The thing is, like, what good is Joe Ingles on the Knicks because they don't have a winning team and he's a yeah. winning role player. So it's like, what, what theoretically would I trade RJ Barrett for Joe Ingles? Hell yeah, but I would want to do that trade if I'm like a team that's at the four seed in the East or something, uh, not a team that's like up and coming. What's the point of having Joe Ingles if you're up and coming? But then again, maybe you say you get locker room veteran guys who do things the right way to show your younger players how it's done. But I don't know. We're 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 going down a, an RJ rabbit hole here. But listen, they hired Tibbs. I don't. Just sort of a very Knicks. I mean, it's just a very Knicks move. You know, it just feels like a Knicks move.
0: What do you expect?
1: Yeah. I mean, th- this it was going to be Jason Kidd or Tom Thibodeau, and there was going to be that was going to feel like a Knicks move one way or the other. I mostly probably would have preferred Jason Kidd getting hired, honestly.
0: People think he's a terrible coach, but I don't mind. He was he struggled on the box, but he did put Giannis on point guard.
1: So he's got that going for him.
0: Yeah, I mean. Um. what else do we have do we have anything else? uh well
1: just to wrap up nba before then we could just sort of tick off other items uh sabonis Demontis sabonis is uh mm. it seems like he he's getting outside he left the bubble to get outside medical treatment i don't know if he i don't think he got shut down for the season it seems like he has plantar fasciitis um but he, so it's questionable if, if he's going to play or if he's not going to play. So that that's unfortunate for uh for the Pacers. Then we have Justice Winslow, who's out for the season with a hip injury, and then we have Marvin Bagley, who's also out for the season with, I believe, a foot injury. And so those are just a little some injury news and notes. You know, we don't have to like go into uh. What, yeah, it was right foot strain for Marvin Bagley into like the injuries. But the one more um, basketball thing that I did want to touch on – or no, uh, Andre Roberson came back too. That was cool for the Thunder. I don't know if you saw it. First time he played in two and a half years. Yeah, that's crazy. That is insane. And he looks like he's – because his whole thing, if you remember, was like amazing defensive player can't shoot to save his life. And he knocked he, – I've seen him knock down multiple threes. And like his, his – it's kind of similar to Ben Simmons. Like his form is kind of slow but it doesn't look like a terrible form and it looks like he's like pretty confident with it. So if he could like shoot threes, like that, that would be kind of, and I'm not saying it makes the thunder into like some sort of super team, but that, that is a definitely good piece for them to have for sure. And the, well, unless you want to say anything about that, uh, about good old Andre Roberson, then I have one more final topic.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't mind. Yeah, Andrew Roberson. What did he tear
1: his what? Like patella tendon. I think uh, I think that's like the kneecap, right? That's rough. And that's rough. I, I think that's what it was. And two and a half years to not play is insane.
0: He always had a good reputation for a defensive player. Yeah, but his three point shot um, seemed a little a little bit iffy except for maybe like corner threes, but it was
1: more than a little bit. iffy. like they, he, his free throw shooting was terrible too. Like he, I mean, he's, he's 15% from three, 25, 31, 25, 22. And his free throw percentage is 46. Oh, Like I, I would be interested to see has, has his free throws, um, have his free throws, um, gotten better. Uh, yeah. And he had like a setback in, in rehab. It seems like, uh, yeah, so that's that's just oh it's just good for him to be back. It's always good to see something like that coming back from an injury, so shout out to him. Similar to like Alex Smith got cleared to play football after snapping his leg. That happened recently, so good for him too. Uh but ball ball. What do you think about ball ball? Minute ball son. All right. On the um, nuggets, seven foot two, seven foot eight wingspan.
0: You know, I think like we were talking about this before, but he is very skinny. His frame is very small, but he has the basketball skills to be successful. The thing about the slim, the very slim and tall big man is that they just don't survive. And the league.
1: Well, I mean, not, what other examples really do we even have of that prototype?
0: There's not many. Cause he Chris is Ops is the first one that
1: p- pops up, but Chris Ops is more built than this guy.
0: Yeah. I, and that's something. Um, you know, just big man, and it, he already has foot injuries, which is a bad, bad sign. Yeah, that's big. Man. Foot injuries are the biggest warning sign. And I actually thought Brook Lopez had a foot injury. He broke his foot, and I thought he was just done for. Just like that's just what happens. Like later in your career, you turn 27, 28, twenty-eight. You're that fucking tall. You have a foot injury. Usually, you know, that's it. That's what happened to Yao. That's what happened to multiple NBA players. Who are very tall,
1: but then you look at it and you say, "Well, on a positive side, Brook Lopez is still out. Oh no, yeah, here no. playing he
0: came man. came back, and he had a career year. He, you know, he was rejuvenated. He created a three-point shot, and you know, it was just awesome to see. Um, But you know, the odds still favor the former. So you know, looking at Bull Bol, it could be favorable that he's so skinny." that obviously he doesn't have that much weight, but I'd rather him have more muscle in it. It's not like he has a lot of muscle to hold up that weight either. Like, he's just all skinny. It's just no muscle. There's just no muscle whatsoever. It's like, it's scary. He's fluid, though. He's extremely
1: fluid for his size. He He moves really
0: well. He moves well. Uh, I think, like, he could get bodied, though, by, like, a 6'6 guard. Like P.J. Tucker, P.J. Tucker oh, will box him
1: out for sure.
0: Out. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that's the only thing. And I I forgot that, you know, I keep forgetting about the, the, the Rockets small ball. I can't wait to see that in the playoffs. Um, but back to Bobo, I mean, it, it, it would be nice. I think him and Jokic is a good combination because Jokic is basically a point guard. He's slimmer now. But a good slim, and where he was chubby to now he's actually like athletic build, so he's he'll be a little bit quicker, um, have a little more a little bit more energy. But he doesn't protect and,
1: the rim as well. And in comes a ball, ball. You
0: know. There you go. There you go. I mean, that's the thing. You know, it's just his his frame. He's raw. But I mean, you know, we can't overreact too much no, on a not. a you know pregame. Preseason, pregame, whatever you want to call it, and he Uh, he
1: was um he was the fourth ranked recruit in his class. So it's like it's not like he's like an unheralded guy. Like he was a five star recruit, so he's like a big time college recruit. So it's not like this isn't sort of out of complete nowhere. I'm rooting for him because I just think he's such a weird player that I just think it would be so interesting if he like even if he never becomes like you know I'm not saying like okay obviously if he became an all star that would be awesome but even if he's just like I just hope he's at least a role player in terms of, like, he can play, like, 15, 20 minutes a game on a winning team. That would just be so cool to me. You know, like, this new – never really seen – he has more ball skills than Chris Ops does, really, in terms of ball handling and bringing the ball up to court. I didn't – did you see? There was one play. He literally caught the rebound, dribbled up, and pulled up from, like, three steps behind the line and trained it. Uh, Now, his shooting percentage hasn't hasn't been great. So – you know, it's like you said, these are like what preseason games, if we're calling them that in in a real game, he's not going to have the leeway to just sort of chuck away. So it'll be interesting to see how he fits in terms of that. But I, I'm rooting for him to, to finish my point.
0: I mean, he's only 20 years yeah. old, so you know, give it a couple of years. And, you know, he just needs to be he just needs to polish up his game.
1: Yeah, polish up his game, put on like 20, 30 pounds, you know, over the next couple of years of of some muscle, gain in weight. And he really could turn into something, obviously, like you said, if if injuries don't get in the way.
0: Or he could just be, uh, you know, the next Thon Maker.
1: Thon McCore. Yeah, Thon, is he even in the NBA anymore?
0: He's on the Pistons. Nice. He's 7 foot, age 23. He's getting, you know, he's got 13 minutes a game. Okay. I mean, he was a first, he was a lottery pick in 2016. That's pretty much who he reminds me of. Yeah, except it seems better, but I don't know. And thought maker is there, is the name, McCore? I don't
1: know why I did that, but I think maybe I don't know. I feel like I've definitely heard someone say that before.
0: Uh, there's no pronunciation, uh, but yeah, I mean, that's who he kind of reminds me of, but not a great comparison in the near future, but you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Because Bo Bo was, I guess, pick 17.
1: No, I'm pretty sure he was in the second round.
0: Oh, he was in the second round. Yikes.
1: They were, they were sleeping on him. That's why he said he's gonna prove he prove everyone wrong.
0: Two hundred twenty pounds. That seems like a lot for him too.
1: I know, but yeah, except when you're like eight
0: feet tall, then it the bones just you know he has to. Michael Porter. I mean, the Nuggets got some pieces too because they got Michael Porter Jr. Um, at six ten.
1: Like, how about a how about a lineup of of like Jamal Murray, Gary Harris, Michael Porter Jr., Ball, Ball, and Jokic?
0: I think they need to trade Gary Harris. Gary Harris is fucking trash. Well, he's been he's struggling awful.
1: with his shooting, but he's he's re- uh, good defensively. So he- he, Yeah, he's just gotta find, uh, rediscover his shot, and then um, and then he he's like that. That's he's a three and D, but he's just been struggling with the three. He's still, I mean, by all accounts, he's a solid defensive player. I'm not going to pretend like I'm an expert on, you know, evaluating defensive players for role players on the Nuggets, but
0: word on defensive the street. Is- defensive win shares. Or one point seven.
1: I mean, uh, to be honest, I don't even know what like a good number is for. Like, I know Pot, uh, uh, Like, I, know I don't too. know. Is that good? Like, what is that ranking? Honestly, <laughs> honestly, I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, I mean, one point seven. I guess hey, at least it's not 0. 0.8. You know, at least it's better than that. Or
0: at quai. Kwai has a three, and that is, his career year was five point five. But then again,
1: it's like I don't know because like 3 sounds well, pretty close to 1.7 but I don't know is it close yeah
0: 1.7 3 is almost double um 1.7
1: yeah <laughs> that 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 would be so I have no idea
0: I have no idea but that's all I'm going to say about his defense he's got a 1.7 defensive win shares
1: I mean case close what what else what yeah, else can be said
0: it's it. not negative so that's good I think RJ Barrett has like a negative number um but yeah, I mean I just don't like Garrett Harris. <sighs> I'm not gonna get into it though. All right. But
1: what about uh Jamal Adams getting traded to the Seahawks?
0: He was very happy about it. He was very happy about it. Um yeah, I mean, good for the Seahawks. Jets fucked that up.
1: Do you, I mean, do you, okay. So here, here was uh here was uh, the terms of the trade. Oh, I don't, I don't know if I, I have it. It was like, let's see, uh, on ESPN, if we can. Just, uh, I know it was a lot of draft picks because I think that's what the Jets were doing. They were holding out for, for two draft picks, or else they're were like, where? Oh my God, the Mets are losing fourteen to one. Wow! Shout out to the Mets. Keep uh, keep hanging in there. Keep fighting the good fight, guys. God, autoplay videos. ESPN site is so laggy with all these video players. It's so annoying. God damn. Where is... Uh, I'm going through my Twitter likes to get, to, get the terms of this deal uh, of Jamal Adams. Because once I saw it, I was like, the Seahawks gave up a lot for him. Obviously, Jamal Adams is an amazing player, but they, it's not like they got him for, for nothing contract trade and he has two years left on his contract and it, it didn't seem like it wasn't a part of the trade that um that like the seahawks automatically gave him like a huge contract extension so you figured they want to keep him long term if they're going to trade that much to get him okay here we go the jets deal jamal adams in a fourth round pick in 2022 to seattle in exchange for bradley mcdougald mcdougald who's a safety a first round pick next year a first round pick the year after and a third round pick next year. I think I kind of like the deal for both teams, honestly.
0: Yeah, That's pretty fair. I mean, the jets get two first round picks, right? Yeah. Two first round picks and a third round.
1: Yeah. Which if you say like, okay, maybe the fourth round pick the jets are giving up is canceled out by the third round pick they're getting. So if we just cancel that out, it's basically like Jamal Adams uh, is getting traded for a safety and, and two first round picks. So, you know, here's the thing for the jets it's like obviously you draft this guy and the reason you it's like theoretically you take spend a high draft pick on a player and he becomes the best player at his position or arguably the best player at his position that's the whole point of the draft that's like the ideal outcome you want to sign that guy but i guess you can make the argument that if if you're like the jets and you're not you're not really in contention you're not like a you're not a contending team right this year or next year, why are you going to spend big money on a safety when really, you know, what matters is you have Sam Darnold, you have a quarterback, you want to protect him with the offensive line, you want to get him some pass rushers, you want to get him some cornerbacks, you know, you want to maybe focus on some more important positions and sort of spread, around, spread it around and use all that those draft assets to build for next year or build for two years from now and build around Sam Darnold rather than sort of keep Jamal Adams, give him a lot of money, and maybe not have enough money to sign this free agent or or basically build – they need to build the team around Sam Darnold. Now, I'm not saying that signing Jamal Adams would stop them from doing that, but I, I do see a strategy here for the Jets, I, and I see a strategy for the Seahawks. Their their defense was – I think I'm looking at was like 18th in uh, defensive DVOA last year, which is below average. So this is, um, this is a nice shot in the arm for them. They're probably looking at Russ – uh russell wilson is like this is a prime of his career we have to take advantage of it so so let's go for it i, I like the team i like the trade for both teams honestly
0: and jamal adams is only 24 yeah. so i mean he's young so he's got at least like three more years of his prime prime left so i mean i think they could they could i think both teams could actually win in this trade
1: Yeah, and I I mean, don't get me wrong, I'd be disappointed if I was a Jets fan just because it always sucks to see your team trade a great player. But I can see – I don't think it's just like, oh, LOL, Jets, you guys are so dumb. Like, I don't think you can
0: really quite No, definitely not. You can't say that if you get two first-round picks and a third-round pick. Yeah, no, you just can't at that point.
1: Because, I mean, look at the – people laughed at the the Raiders for uh, trading Khalil Mack and getting all these draft picks back. But it's like the Bears – you know, obviously Khalil Mack's amazing – but obviously, you know, the Bears are not really living up to their potential, and that's mostly because of Mitch Trubisky, so it's not Khalil Mack's fault. But the Raiders, you know, spent – you know, Josh Jacobs, they're, they're running back. Obviously, you'd rather have Khalil Mack on your team than Josh Jacobs, but, you know, the Raiders are – they got a lot of draft picks, and they, they seem to mostly have spent them well. So it's not – it's not – uh that was a deal that got totally like laughed out the door at being a complete joke. Nobody's really doing that as much about this trade, but it's just another idea of if you trade a great player for a lot of draft picks with the NFL, there's so many players you need on your team that sometimes it's worth it to get rid of a good player to try and, you know, draft two or three or four also good players who are going to be cheaper, you know? So right. that that's that with, uh, with Jamal Adams. It is fun how the M- NFL is kind of leaning into more NBA style, like, yeah, we, we'll just trade like good players, you know? For so long, it's like, oh, if you're a good player on a team, you know, you're just on that NFL team forever or you wait until you get a free agent. See, after being franchise tagged like 11 times.
0: Yeah, so yeah, NBA is influencing that, which is great. You love to see it. It would be real interesting if it starts happening with quarterbacks.
1: Yeah, that – see, I can't see that just because – they're so rare. They're, they're so they're so normally so rare, and it's just like if a team if a team likes their quarterback, they're gonna spend money and give him a big contract, like nine times out of ten, or really ten times out of ten. The only time they don't give a uh, them a contract is is when you know. They, they don't like them. So if a team likes a the quarterback, they take care of him. And he that's another instance of this issue with Jamal Adams. It's like safety is maybe not necessarily the most important position on the defense. So even if you have a really good player there, you could see why maybe you don't extend him, Maybe you don't pay him big money. Whereas It's like nobody ever says, like, uh, you know, OK, our quarterback's really good. But is quarterback really where we want to put our money? You know, nobody says that.
0: Yeah, it's, it's always a quarterback. It's the most important position. It's not really close. Um I think that's it. Running through all my life. Well, we
1: have um a couple Mookie Betts signed to twelve years three sixty-five. Yeah. I mean, that's
0: Yeah, Red Sox really. Yeah. The, up.
1: the Red Sox, I think there was a moment where okay, maybe this season's getting cancelled, and then it technically Mookie Betts is a free agent where people kind of talking themselves into like, oh, the Red Sox Maybe it doesn't look terrible if Mookie never even plays for the Dodgers, but that's clearly not happening. And it still would have been dumb anyways because the Red Sox should have just signed him to a contract. And so great, the Dodgers gave him his money, and him and Bellinger are, are going to be playing next to each other for the next ten years. And you know that that was a power move by the the Dodgers.
0: Yeah, the Dodgers are going to be good. The Dodgers are going to be good. You know they got a nice young core. You know they got some some prospects. Bueller, Gavin Lux is a nice piece, and I mean they got the money, they got the market. So I mean they're gonna be they're gonna be sticking around. Betts is. We're gonna see what Betts comes in with this year, but I think he's gonna you know go back to his regular form. Uh, first half of the season last year he struggled a little bit, but the second half he he definitely uh, perked back up. So I think he's obviously probably a – he's, he's a top five player. Oh, definitely,
1: not. definitely. I mean, it's like him, uh, Trout, Yelich, you know. Uh, you don't think Yelich is up there?
0: I'm saying Kuna. As oh, Kuna? Well.
1: I mean, yeah, okay. I mean, well, but he is. He's amazing. The point is that Betts is in the top five.
0: So Trout, Acuna, Yelich – bellinger Betts. i said trout yeah yeah that's it that's pretty much the top five
1: yeah okay um settled i i'll I'll agree with that i'm not i'm i can't i'm not i don't feel as much expertise in baseball where i'm like no it's actually you know so and so it's like hey if i I mean is that a general consensus at acuna's top five yeah really when he's
0: 22 people think he's the best in the league no he's not Guess what, the, dude? People, there are people who say he is going to be better than Trout, if not better than Trout. Like this season, like the hype was that Akuna was going to be better than Trout.
1: Okay, let's let me look at the uh, some batting. Oh come on, he's he's four point two WAR and five point seven WAR last year. That's like pff, Trout. Let's let's see what Trout was doing when he was twenty and twenty one. Okay. let's 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 compare and contrast here let's let's see the different levels that that we're talking about in terms of wins above replacement scroll 30 scroll
0: well he almost had a 40 40 year so 40 home runs 40 stolen bases okay i'm
1: saying war war factors that okay see this is the levels right so let's let's go back acuna acuna when he was 20 had a 4.2 war okay and then Trout, when he was 20, had a, had a 10.5 more. Why is this? Dumb? And Acuna, when he was 21, had a 5.7 more. Trout, when he was 21, had an 8.9 more. So that's the levels that we're dealing with here.
0: It's hard to. Hard to where is this? 6.3. I don't know why I can't pull up Trout's correct numbers, but. Yeah, I mean, I, it's definitely berserk, but I'm saying there are people that are on the Okuna. Yeah, yeah, ring. yeah,
1: definitely. I mean, deservedly I think, so. I think,
0: yeah, I think besides besides Trout, Okuna can be can be one of the best players in the league. Well, he is one of the best players in the league. It's just how good. He's only done it for a year, but he hasn't done it like last year. He had a great year, the forty forty club almost. Um, you know it was it was awesome, but like Trout has been phenomenal. It's just absolutely incredible, and he hasn't sl- showed any signs of sh- of slowing down. And he's twenty eight, so he's he's in his prime. So I don't see him losing the throne for another couple of years at least. So and Yelch only has done it for a year. Same with Bellinger. Same with the So l- l- last year was all their breakout years, and Betts. He did it for before that, so he would get the upper hand. But then he sort of regressed a little bit last year. And meanwhile, Trout has just been consistently incredible. So it's a clear one with Trout and then the rest.
1: You want to know what's crazy? Is that today, Trout hit a home run for the first time ever on a 3-0 count.
0: I saw that. It's wild, Um, right? Yeah, it, it seems just unreal because... He gets a ton of walks. Well, I guess because he doesn't swing at, on 3 three zero.
1: Yeah, there's so probably a lot of times he just takes ball four basically. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, and yeah. I, but I just thought it was shocking that it's never happened one other time where he swung yeah. away yeah. on three zero and just cranked one. Kind of surprising. Yeah um
0: the best baseball player of all time and
1: so then i guess we could just wrap up talking about the the new playoff format that's like literally on thursday morning that the baseball was just like oh by the way right before the season starts new playoffs format uh and it's like it's gonna be 16 teams instead of 10 and it's gonna be division winners the runner up in the division and then the next two best records so basically the yankees are guaranteed to make the playoffs now uh not that they weren't in all likelihood going to make the playoffs anyways, but this is just like, I cannot see them not having one of the best eight records in the American league. Um, and but the, so the, my only issue with it is that the first round is now going to be one through eight. And, you know, it's going to be eight teams in each uh, league and it's going to be best of three, which is like anything could happen in the best of three. So the Yankees could run away with the division, win it by 10 games and lose two out of three. And then their season's over.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's going to be fun as just a baseball fan. Um, A little bit nerve-wracking as a Yankees fan or, you know, whatever team you're rooting for. But, um, you know, it's exciting. I like to see baseball change it up because I feel like they do need to get some new fans or, or something. They need to spice it up a little bit. The juice balls definitely, definitely helps. And, you know, we'll see how else this works. Maybe they could, implement implement part of this into the future. Maybe yeah, I'm not just totally sure. We'll we'll see what happens. What we like, what we don't like. They're
1: they're claiming that it's just for this year, but I mean if it goes well, I'm gonna feel like it's yeah, gonna be I a know, hard time for them to not be like, oh let's just keep doing this.
0: Right. That's the thing. You know, because they definitely have like they're definitely open minded enough to, you know, try some things out. So we'll see what happens with that. But definitely exciting. Good to have all the sports back. Basketball, baseball, football eventually it's going to come in two months, which sounds crazy. Football is back in, yeah, two yeah, months. It does
1: sound like it, 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 it should be further 40. away.
0: I'll take it. Yeah, the more sports. Media.
1: Yeah, exactly. The more the merrier. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I got nothing else. I think I think we we hit everything.
0: I think we hit everything. So take take some time out and digest all that <laughs> all that fire information. You know, read it, uh, listen to it again. You know, if we really want to. And you know, obviously, rate us five stars. We were here. We made it through the the pandemic, and now we're back. So you know, show some love. Follow us on Twitter people forget that that's it that's it that's all it is people forget that a um, website people forget that.com and I think that's that's all our links yeah that's all our links so like and subscribe favorite star whatever you want to do yeah that's it peace all
1: right thanks